The Gates and Rockefeller Foundations want to start a green revolution in African agriculture with more chemical fertilizers, pesticides and improved seeds. What does this mean for Africa's farmers, food security and biodiversity? Who will benefit and who will lose? Come hear what African and Canadian farm leaders and scientists think at a public forum entitled Green Revolution, Whose Revolution? Monday, March 26, 7.30 p.m. at the Ottawa Congress Centre. Admission is free. For more information, visit www.usc-canada.org. Welcome. Welcome to the Alternative Dispute Resolution Weekly Program on Chin Radio. Ernie Tan is here, co-hosting with Gary Michaels in spirit, because Gary Michaels is having some quality time, well-deserved, with his family. All the best to you, Gary, and your wife in your travels as you rest this week. We have another remarkable show this week, and I want to thank Jeremy Wright, who's with us, for helping organize this show and having uh, USC become a sponsor of this show. I really appreciate it. Jeremy, you can explain a little bit about the background there. We very much are being treated today by some phenomenal guests. Um, we have with us, um, I'll get you to show me. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, um, he's with the um, uh, USC Canada since the mid-1990s. Uh, with the Seeds of Survival program. He's a research scientist with the University of Ottawa. <clears throat> he was there. He studied at Carleton University where he got his PhD in biology and agroecology, the winner of the prestigious Vavilov Franklin Fellowship. He's the scientific advisor for the SOS program with USC Canada. He um, does so many things that uh, I'm so, uh, I must tell you, I was so grateful to hear, hear about USC. I'm glad many more listeners are going to hear about it. Um, and yourself and your program. <clears throat> you worked with many pro- high-profile research organizations, including uh, in Rome, the International Plant Genetic Research, and others. You've published many papers. Uh, thank you very much, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank welcome you. to the show. Thank you. And we have with us uh, Grandfather William Commanda. This is a great honor for you to be here, Grandfather Commanda of the Algonquin Nation. As everyone knows, in Ottawa, we are on Algonquin territory. It's, been, it's a great story in how the Algonquin people, with the wisdom of their leaders, including Grandfather Commanda, have ensured that we're conflict-free in, our, in your discussions with the governments, with the community, and we honor you for that. You're the most senior elder of the Algonquin Nation from the River Desert Band in Quebec. He's best known for sharing his spiritual beliefs and teaching of equality and harmony among people and respect for Mother Earth, and it urges people to achieve um, a better with, with their priorities and values in the world. You were born in 1913 in Manawaki, and you are uh, the keeper of the uh, wampum belts, which records the prophecies and historical treaties. Your, your history is known to many, many people, and many listeners are going to g- gain from you today. And um, Jeremy Wright, 
longtime economics of conflict uh, speaker here. He's going to help co-host the show. He's a master of arts from Oxford in economics. Um, spent 25 years with the federal government before retiring in 92. I met him with the Canadian Federation of Labor in 1990. And again, during the, the um, marches down in the Parliament Hill last summer, and you were a senior economist and social policy with Privy Council. Thank you, Jeremy, for helping organize this show. You're quite welcome. Um, this show is about water. I'm just going to take a couple minutes and then turn it over to uh, Jeremy. He's going to say a few comments and then over to our guests. Um, there's the, the origin of the word water, the etymology, um, is the one word that is not subject to interpretation, but it can be subject to manipulation. I know in Plato's Cratylus, when he talked about the origin of words, it was stated there... Um, Things are for each person as they believe them. And people have different beliefs about water and so on. And I remembered Morris Strawn's book, Where on Earth Are We Going? I saw his book launch when he told Paul Martin, be careful because water is like oil and one day there'll be wars over water. The word water we hear all the time. It's the most important product. And the theme of this show is water, water everywhere, nor any drop to drink from uh, Coleridge's poem from the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Water, food, and climate change, what we have and what does the future hold. There's no more compelling topic today. And I turn it over to you, Jeremy, maybe to say a few words and to our special guest from USC Canada, and then over to the grandfather. Okay. <coughs> Thank you very much indeed. Uh, this show, I think, is probably one of the most important ones of the year. Uh, I got in, in, uh, in, in water, involved in water as a re result of... Uh, uh, a little quotation that stuck in my mind which says from water from all water does life begin and uh, historically I think that's uh, the evolution of the planet that is correct um, I also volunteer as I've said uh, uh, I think previously on the show with the Council of Canadians with the Maud Barlow and she has been extraordinarily active in promoting the idea that water is a human right it's a public good it's not a private good it shouldn't be exploited for profit and uh, everybody everywhere should have equal access to it and uh, for those of you that have seen the uh, the film the corporation know that what happens when uh, the uh, private interests move in uh, to take over what is essentially a, uh, a public good and charge the earth for it and I've heard uh, one uh, person from a corporation say to me once well look we look at rivers as profit flowing into the sea which is a terrible statement uh, with global warming, I don't want to preempt the rest of the sh this show. There's, uh, there's incredible water shortages uh, forecast to come up. Um, here in Canada, we all know what's going on in the Arctic with the, um, with the Inuit, uh, the, the polar meltdowns. Uh, there's been forecasts that uh, some of the rivers in Canada will dry up. Uh, for example, the Bow River in uh, even out west where the oil is supposed to dry up in about 30 years as a result of glacier melt. Uh, the same is happening in Peru. Uh, there's all sorts of forecasts uh, out uh, to the suggesting that um, uh, even millions of people are, uh, in the, uh, on the planet by uh, the year 2050, 2080 will be uh, experiencing acute water shortages and uh, even starvation. And the relationship between water and food uh, is necessary for agriculture. And uh, uh, maybe I could turn it over to you to uh, talk about the things that you know about, which I know nothing about. And I'll get you uh, to show me when you start off, if uh, listeners have come to know at the first segment that 
um, your own personal journey, how you ended up in this career, this field, what motivates you and in, in in this wonderful organization you're with. And maybe you can then pick up on these big themes on this first segment. So we'll turn it over to you. Uh, well, I'm originally from Ethiopia, so I grew up in, in the farming community, and I'm a trained conservationist, and uh, also grew up in in, in, in in small farm community. So all along, nature, plants, and people, the soil, the climate, they're, they're part of me. So not only conservation, but linking the, the conservation and sustainable uses of uses of uh, natural resources. So after coming uh, Canada. Here, uh, doing my graduate studies, I joined IDRC uh, to uh, look at the, the role of farmers in the generation and maintenance of crop genetic diversity that all human beings depend, whether we are here in, in Canada or Africa, north, south, east, west. The farmers are the one who created all the genetic resources that we enjoy. So at this juncture, the, the food supply system, the genetic diversity, the forests, uh, and other things uh, are uh, vulnerable uh, due to human-induced uh, uh, activities. So uh, the USC Canada <coughs> uh, has, among other things, a program called the Seeds of Survival Program. is a farmer-led program to promote agricultural sustainability, food security, and environmental security at the farm level, at the household level. This program was started uh, in the late 80s when uh, Ethiopia and the rest of Africa were afflicted by the, the, the drought. Uh, it, came, uh, it, it came into, into function, into program, through the collaboration of uh, Canadian and Ethiopian development workers and scientists to address the challenges of seed insecurity in Ethiopia. Ethiopia being center of origin and diversity for many crop plants, it was an irony, it was a challenge uh, that to see that kind of uh, environmental ca calamities in northern Ethiopia facing. So this program started by working through the farming communities, by conserving, rescuing the adaptable plant genetic resources, and then enhancing, adding value so that farmers' knowledge and practices are incorporated. They identify their own program and then address the bigger picture of food security, agricultural sustainability at the household level. So it started in Ethiopia and then it, it, it uh, grew into other parts of Africa, Asia, and Latin America. And now uh, through the support of Canadian uh, public and SIDA and uh, other partners in the third world, the program is being implemented in 12 countries. Wow. Uh, so this is a global program. So it's not only addressing the food security and other issues, but indirectly the water issues, uh, issues and then the climate change. Climate, biodiversity, and people go together. Pr climate is part and parcel of humanity. Humanity is part of climate. So what, what's, what is the problem is the, 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 the change, the variation that came as a result of inappropriate uh, human activities, human-induced activities. So how can we tackle that? So this is an opportunity and at the same time is a challenge. So we have to look at how climate starts, how climate is related to people, how climate is related to biodiversity. Climate starts in the lower latitudes, in the tropics. That's where it starts. But at the same time, in higher latitudes, there is a lots of damage done to the climate that affects us. There are common grounds that brings 
us together. The, the atmosphere, the rainforest, the crop genetic resources, the climatic process, the soil, the oceans bring people together. So what, whoever does somewhere, sometime, uh, somewhere, and some inappropriate uh, or uh, inadaptable actions then affects all of us. So collectively, as human beings, we have to come together, understand these issues, the human-induced problem, whether climate change or genetic resources, or some technologies that are destructive, disempowering, unsustainable ones. So we discuss those and come a common solution. So as far as food security, agricultural sustainability is concerned, is now vulnerable to climate change. Climate change as a result of human activities. So there are greenhouses, particularly carbon dioxide that comes as a result of uh, uh, you know the, the household uses or so the industry the economy and other sectors uh, agriculture and other things so we have to adapt the, to those changes we have to reduce the vulnerability of communities there are communities that are highly vulnerable particularly where climate starts so here we have to come together collectively and address through biodiversity based programs Plants are the ones, the sinks. The atmosphere is the sink. The soil is the sink, the reservoir for all these gases that, that come from as a result of our programs. So USC Canada realizing this is as, as addressing a multifaceted program, a challenge through the biodiversity program. So work with farmers, not only instructing or anything, but uh, incorporate their knowledge and practices, the time-tested knowledge and practices and bringing enhancing the genetic diversity that were created since since time immemorial since the beginning of agriculture agriculture is a human created system so we bring all the knowledge all the genetic diversities and then in marginal highly vulnerable community to address the bigger picture of food security agricultural sustainability so is a farmer-led program is household program that starts at the household level to address seed insecurity uh, through uh, uh, in, in situ on farm conservation, vegetable gardens, uh, drip irrigation, and all these things, soil and water conservation, agroforestry activities bring all the elements to ensure sustainability and empowering the communities over their genetic resources they are not vulnerable to inadaptable and other causes of genetic erosion or inappropriate technologies well thank you very much for that both philosophical and practical foundation for that you use the words like common ground um I'll get you and uh, to show me, and I really appreciate that because this show at Alternative Dispute Resolution is about problem solving, and we have to do ADR with Planet Earth. And just before we turn it over to uh, Grandfather Commando, is here with uh, Romola, who is well known to be de dedicating her life to support his fantastic work, and we're we're grateful for that, uh, for where you're taking your life path, and we all watch that and observe it, and are, are very much appreciative of that. Um, I think, be, you know, before I turn it over to Grandfather... Uh, now, if you'd like to... Do, do, uh, uh, all I was going to do was just basically uh, um, uh, give Grandfather a, a quick introduction. I met uh, uh, Grandfather, what was it, uh, eight, nearly ten years ago now at uh, one of your gatherings, uh, Circle of All Nations, uh, where he was actually promoting the same type of message. Uh, the message there was that we are living... Uh, on an, we are an inter, we are interdependent 
people living together uh, and what one person does in one part of the planet affects everything else in the other part of the, of the, uh, of the, of the planet, which you have just uh, I'm going to uh, turn it over to on, Grandfather on farming side because he has this magnificent vision for Mother Earth and is actively promoting this through his circle of all nations. Grandfather. Thank you. Mother Earth was given a great responsibility by our great creator to uh, create all things that the four elements that we work with every day. And we uh, always uh, trying to teach our white brothers uh, uh, and our children and every color of people together to, to come together to understand what we are trying to do. It's uh, very difficult. Sometimes uh, I never been, uh, I never went to school in my life. I live in my younger days, uh, birch bark canoe making. I made a lot of birch bark canoes and that was my life. I don't know about anything about welfare. It's uh, never, I didn't have to do, to, to take anything from the government to uh, sustain my, my life. However, it, sadly, the, the, there's no more birds and the, our children cannot learn what I, what I could teach from, from all this birch bark work. But I have four elements I'm talking about there was a flower come out and created by Creator. I am that flower, and I am in, in the waters. I am in the wind. I am in the fire. And also, Mother Hurt, take care of me. We, we, we work today, try to transform the, the people that are doing that. Uh, damage to our mother, the hurt, because she is a living creature. As far as we know, all these things, the elements are, are it, nature, and the law of nature is really law that I believe is the strongest thing in the world. And we have to abide by, it, by respecting all living things that crawl on the ground it is very important that we teach our children not to disbelieve, but to know the teachings of uh, my ancestors is still happening today. So we, we, we always think that our uh, nature and our things that what we get from the, the the nature to to be able to sustain the, what we have to do, and uh, we talk about today what we want to do at Victoria Island. It uh, we had this Shadier Falls where my people, for thousands of years, we we were always one place gathered there. That that was almost something like as Niagara Falls. It's a very powerful uh, 
spiritual rapid uh, it falls and uh, and it it give us more power and open the mind to know more ab- about nature uh, because we really own nothing we didn't we always say we don't own, we don't own our mother she owns us so i cannot say well i'm going to sell you a piece of land that would be wrong for me to say that because it's not mine i'm only here to 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 protect my mother the hurt and try to teach my people of four colors what what i'm doing it's very hard to to get this through some some people to the understanding that ownership and then private they privatize a lot of things that we we never we never surrendered to them because we did not have the right to 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 give way to these people who are who are saying today this is mine and mine this mine and it's it's, it's a they just take over and thinking that they they, they want everything so uh, it is wrong but we have to teach our, our children knows what we're saying to them but they go in schools and they have different learnings and they they try to take with the language and which is for me is the language that we could talk to our our great grandfather who was a, who was a, created us in in my language so there's no word you could uh, to, you, you could have to 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 curse other people or to curse the, the creator we have no word for that mm. and it's uh, I could speak all day no matter how mad I would be uh, feeling uh, discomfort sometimes I get unlucky then I would be in the in the shock like getting very mad and uh, I wouldn't I would I would I wouldn't curse against my creator I always say well it's it's a different way to do it I think I think him in instead of uh, creating uh, creating bad words well thank you uh Com- Elder commando I'm <laughs> I'm speechless. It doesn't. You don't often make a lawyer speechless. That's a, it's a very um, restful uh, thought. And to know that there's a language that doesn't have a curse word is fantastic. I um, I want to build on this sort of spirit in the room to mention before we go to our first break here at 97.9 FM on the Alternative Dispute Resolution 111th show that um, there are some events that fit uh, what we're talking about tonight um, at the... Um, Ottawa Citizen Building at, uh, not at 7.15 for a couple of hours is Spirituality Cafe, Reframing Our Attitude Towards Disease with Dr. Michael Tucker, Ulick Meisner, both of whom were on last week, and Marsha Falconer. And uh, certainly people are invited to uh, go there. It's open to the public. Um, so people are welcome to that. Also next uh, Wednesday night on 
um, March 21st at the National Gallery on Sussex uh, for the International Day for the Elimination of Racial Discrimination where uh, the very uh, famous uh, Dr. Case Ganim, who hosts the uh, Diversity of Culture shows every Friday, um, will be a panelist among many other people uh, at an event open to the public starting at 7. The same night, Potluck for Peace is having its second session on the right of return at the uh, National Archives. These are all community events, and we have a community of wonderful people here. And uh, so water is not under the bridge yet because we are coming back for a second segment with our fantastic guests on some of the specifics. And Doug Cardinal, the architect who did Museum of Civilization, is working with you, grandfather, on a wonderful for the project on Victoria Island for your center. And we'll come back and hear more about USC Canada and with Jeremy Wright. And we'll see you all in a couple of minutes. Enter Chin Radio's songwriting competition today. Deadline is April 15th, and all entries must be original and can be in the language of your choice and must be submitted on CD or tape. So get yours into Chin Radio fast. All participants must register by calling Chin at 2440979, extension 414. Don't delay. Enter today. Presented by Carleton University and Chin Radio 97.9. Farmers hold our future in their hands. Farmers have created and maintained the knowledge and biodiversity that are the basis of the planet's food supply for thousands of years and counting. For more information, visit www.usc-canada.org. Interested in getting into natural health therapies such as acupuncture, reflexology, nutrition, Chinese medicine, massage and more? Be sure to attend the open house this Sunday at the International Academy Health Education Centre, 384 Street, just west of Lincoln Fields near Carling and Richmond Road. Open house is this Sunday afternoon from 2 to 5. Don't miss this opportunity to discover an exciting new career in natural health therapy. Click on www.intlacademy.com for more info on full and part-time studies. This is Chin Radio, celebrating the many voices and cultures of Canada, 97.9. Welcome to the second segment of Alternative Dispute Resolution that uh, that works too. Uh, here on, uh, on our uh, show, we have, uh, um, I'll get you, I like the way you told me how to pronounce your name, I'll get you uh, to show me, uh, Grandfather uh, Commando, Jeremy Wright, Grandfather accompanied by Romola, um, with Ernie Tannis as a uh, host and I'm going to ask, um, I'll get you to uh, maybe build on what the grandfather said uh, on those comments in the second segment and then to add whatever specifics you would like to. Thank you. Uh, as grandfather said here, uh, we don't own the land. We don't own the earth. We are part of that. So there are other life in, in the whole universe that, that bind us together. So there is also, when we talk about agriculture, climate change, and all these things, they are all interrelated. So it's just if I would like to speak a little bit about uh, agriculture and people, is agriculture is a human-created system. So it was created by our ancestors. There are places where agriculture originated and crops domesticated. And then through people's movement, we have all crops in different places as we see them today. So it just it, they are not a random occurrence. They are people created. There are knowledge and, uh, and, and practices. There are spiritual values. We have to learn from our ancestors to, to enable us to be part of the, the whole system. 
by respecting what other life, what as non life, you know, are bringing to our 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 nourishment. So here, USC Canada in all its program. Uh, promotes agrobiodiversity, the conservation and sustainability of agrobiodiversity by putting at the center and front stage the farmers and their knowledge and practices. Women and men farmers that didn't go to you know formal school, they are the ones who created the genetic diversity that we enjoy. So USC Canada helps work with them to promote agricultural biodiversity and primarily to address the food security uh, programs in, in all places. So here, now we are in time of talking about climate change. Climate change is, 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 is part of us, but as I said earlier, is caused by human activities. So the solution comes back to us. So we have to adapt. We have to change our lifestyles. We right from the, the household to the global level. So we have to mainstream biodiversity, the sustainable conservation use of biodiversity in, 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 in all in on our lifestyle. We have to be climate sensitive. We have to reduce the carbon consumption. We have to be we have to have a so a, a policy formulated that, that integrates everything together. So biodiversity is one, the soils, the, the atmosphere, the oceans, all are, these are the things. We have to reduce the greenhouses, the greenhouse gases emissions. We have to also mitigate and adapt our lifestyle. So agriculture is a lead sector that can integrate all this issue. And agriculture is, is created by people. So we have to bring the wisdom that created you know this this agriculture that domesticated the genetic resources we enjoy and protect them from inappropriate disruptive disempowering unsustainable technologies that is looming around the world thank you thank you and uh, <laughs> your words are again well chosen the word looming is a wonderful word to keep in mind um you're not just um, you know throwing out threats uh I'll get you, you're actually getting us to raise our consciousness in a problem-solving method for the collective good. I appreciate that once again. Uh, Jeremy, maybe you would like to uh, join some dots as you're so good at it. Before we uh, hear again from uh, Grandfather Commando on um, uh, projects that uh, more specifically that they're working on. Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe I could start off joining the dots by saying I was how appreciative I was to uh, even be welcomed to Grandfather's Circle of All Nations as an Englishman uh, because I was part of the white race that uh, uh, my ancestors, and maybe not me, whose uh, heart was filled with greed for the riches of the land. And uh, there are still a lot of people in the world today whose hearts are filled with, the, with, the, uh, with uh, greed for the riches of the land. And as a result of that greed, and as a result, in my opinion, of a total lack of environmental responsibility, the planet itself is now in jeopardy. And so one of the things that I'm extraordinarily keen on is suggesting that somehow we all have to come together, we the people around the planet, the six billion of us, and start rebalancing the system uh, so that in, I think, uh, this is your phrase, Grandfather, that we start uh, really nurturing and caring for Mother Earth and restoring the balance between uh, the the love for the only planet that we have that sustains us 
um, and what we need to uh, go about our daily lives and survive and our children prosper. Now, I think one last comment before I hand it over, Grandfather. I think his grandfather, as usual, is always far too modest. He's had a, a, a magnificent career. He's just finished a, an autobiography of himself uh, whereby he describes himself as uh, a kindergarten dropout, uh, which is, I think, the, the, the best academic tradition he could have. And um, uh, only recently he was honored with an honorary doctorate degree from the University of Ottawa uh, for the wisdom as opposed to cerebral learning, but for the basic underlying fundamental human wisdom that he is creating, manifesting, and uh, um, and putting out all over the planet. And in this regard, I'll, I'll pass it over to you, Grandfather, uh, because you have this fantastic vision for an international peace and healing center on Victoria Island. Uh, Ernie, with uh, Tanis, with his alternate dispute resolution, uh, is pushing the idea that we, the people and of various nations and with various interests, can come together and sort this out peacefully, and that there are better ways of solving disputes than dropping bombs on our neighbours. So this is a very interesting group that we have here, from food to water to agriculture to planet to First Nations to uh, to a very hopeful future, which I think we'll get to in the third part of the show. So, Grandfather, if you could talk just for a minute on your, your vision for your International Peace and Healing Centre, and then we'll switch after that to uh, Victoria Island. Go ahead, for Grandfather, please. In 1961, oh, I had a, a great spiritual awakening and uh, I seen things that I was dying with cancer and they had given me two weeks in Ottawa here General Hospital uh, to live because I refused the operation they offered offer me uh, to, to operate and to put in my rectum under my arm and also a bag beside my body for the waters and uh, I refused completely I said my creator did not put it where it is uh, where do you want to put I don't want that so I went home then I went after the woman that that cured the, the, the medicines right from the, the woods the, the herbs and uh, and I was saved by that. No operation, and uh, that's 47 years ago. So uh, I'm still here today uh, telling you the story. Then I'm working today for undo this dam that Shadir Falls in order to, to wash away all the cancer. And I think every dam that's been blocking the river is to clean itself. Mother Hurt cannot clean herself. It's all mm. always holding bacteria above these dams, and uh, the cities are being built above these dams, and uh, and uh, the, the accumulation of the cancer is built up out there, and and people that drink this water, and then they start to get sick. So uh, I'm thinking uh, to transform. Uh, these people that own these dams and to understand what we we're trying to do and uh, I built this 1969 we started uh, 
circle of all nations and everyone is it's welcome to to our gathering and every year we had about 3000 people camping where i live and we talk about these things uh, and we have to do it without hating anybody we we have to, to love e- each other and we have to get together it's uh, it's no time now to try to talk about separation it's 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 high time that we creator want us to, to be a one people again as he created us because only through him we going to survive if uh, if we don't follow his his will uh, i don't think we'd make it miwes well, we do want to make it, and I think with this uh, thinking, we're going to be better to make it. Would you like to uh, add to that? Um, I'll get you. Okay, thank you. Uh, so, uh, as I said earlier, uh, we, we, you know, we belong to this uh, earth uh, as part of, you know, the whole system, as part of the, the other lives. So, uh, we have also uh, linkages to, to our roots that comes you know the wisdom the spirituality through our ancestors so we have to honor that because that is a time tested uh, the knowledge and practices with a direct applications to our our lifestyle today if we ignore that then we will be vulnerable to maybe to some irreversible you know damages and that's what's happening when we talk about the climate change agriculture uh, and uh, sustainability issues and other things so what the uh, USC Canada is is doing is uh, honors the time tested knowledge and practices and work with people at the household at the farm level to address the bigger picture that with uh, that has a, a broader application at the global level so now uh, we 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 have uh, you know all these issues as i say the humanity issue there are people who would like to participate involve and help in all these things particularly when it comes to the question of agriculture and climate change and all these things so the thing here it has to be people based it has to be biodiversity based it has to be inclusive yes science has has uh, value a role but if it is disempowering unsustainable and then uh, uh, perpetuating dependency then uh, th- there will be problems so usc canada uh, will have uh, a public forum on march 26 to talk about agriculture in africa uh, africa is vast very variable heterogeneous so one size fits all doesn't apply not only mm-hmm. to africa to all of us we are all different but we are all human beings so the environment is different people are different so we have to have a compatible a synergy approach to address the humanity uh, development uh, challenge uh, so again and again homogenized one size as fits, you know, one size approach does doesn't work. So here, on March 26, uh, scientists and farmer leaders from the community will come here and discuss and tell us the challenges, the opportunities uh, that face Africa and the way forward. So uh, I would like to invite, uh, you know, uh, in the listening area, people to come and participate, and also uh, uh, visit our website, learn more about our program, agrobiodiversity uh, uh, program. In, in, in 12, 14 countries. Thank you very much. Can you uh, put the, t- what's the, what's the time of that and where is it? 
Uh, it's uh, on Monday, March 26, uh, from 7.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m., Congress Center, Capital Hall Room, 55 Colonial by Drive. And it's open to the public. It's open. And the, and website, is free. And the website is usccanada.org. And so I don't forget for the grandfather's work is Circle of... Uh, uh, Circleofallnations.ca, and for the uh, the second segment now, Jeremy, maybe you can take a a minute or t- or two before our our second break, and we're, then we're going to come back for a wonderful segment called the vision statement from our esteemed guests. Yeah, I'd just like to mention in closing the segment some of the work that's going on in the Council of Canadians because uh, Maud Barlow is, has been very busy internationally on uh, this business of water is a human right. Um, saying that uh, water is a public good and as such one of the things that the uh, council is objecting fairly strenuously to uh, is the export of Canadian water in bulk. We think that that that's entirely wrong. Uh, We think that uh, coming back to what you were saying about spirituality um, uh, just uh, going back for a second I was at the uh, United Nations uh, Habitat 2 conference in Istanbul and uh, from the Silk Roads is one of their famous folk songs that uh, um, is what they call a love song to a river. Because mm. a river is responsible for the entire community. And if we remember uh, pra- prairie droughts and so on, and we know the Bow River is going to dry up, and we know these things, I think that uh, uh, as Canadians, we have to really think our attitude to water. We have to rethink our attitude to uh, rivers. And as Grandfather said, I mean, let's uh, let's sing love songs to them. They're not for pollution. Why are we polluting the stuff that gives us life? I mean, we're insane when we do that. So in the third section, I'd like to come forward with a little bit of a vision as well. Well, just before we uh, go to our uh, our second and last break and come back to the vision statement, there is a book called The Water Barons by Judy McLeod. When you talk about the love and why do we have this hate relationship and talking about the uh, fact that there could be great disputes, as Maurice Strong says, even wars over water and how the uh, we're unleashing a spiral of increased hunger, deprivation, disease and squalor. A listener emailed me, said, Ernie, you know, you're going too far to the left. You know, don't go right or left. Stay in the center. Well, war is not about who is right, but who is left. And we got to center on what these themes are that our, our guests are saying. And there's one quote here. It makes me think my work with the Mohawk people and meeting you has been very inspirational. Um, in one quote, it says, um, already 26 countries have more people than their water supplies can adequately support. Tensions are mounting over scarce water supplies in the Middle East and could ignite during the decade. I always tell my wife, Yumna, from uh, Lebanon, that's my ancestry's Middle East, that the Arabs and the native Average people have a lot in common. We should be talking uh, more. Uh, competition for water is intensifying between silly dwell- city dwellers and farmers around Beijing, New Delhi, Phoenix, and other sh- water short areas. And we talked about the bombing. Is why why do that? That's why I like the word abomination. What we're doing to the earth is an abomination, and we shouldn't be bombing nations either. So we're going to our second break now, and we'll back for a vision statement. Weekends on Chin are music, information, and variety. Saturdays, Chin offers Dutch, Hungarian, Ukrainian, Serbian, and Mandarin programming. And add to this, Italian, Arabic, Punjabi, and Haitian. And you have a diverse blend of what Chin Radio is all about. Chin 97.9. The Gates and Rockefeller Foundations want to start a green revolution in African agriculture with more chemical fertilizers, pesticides, and improved seeds. What does this mean for Africa's farmers, food security, and biodiversity? Who will benefit and who will lose? 
Come hear what African and Canadian farm leaders and scientists think at a public forum entitled Green Revolution, Whose Revolution? Monday, March 26, 7.30 p.m. at the Ottawa Congress Centre. Admission is free. For more information, visit www.usc-canada.org. House hunting? Need an apartment? Maybe you're looking for a townhouse. Whatever the need, CLV Group Ottawa's rental experts can help you home. Call today for an appointment with CLV's helpful personnel. CLV Group offers a very diversified selection of townhomes, high-rise buildings, and walk-ups. Call the rental experts today or check the website, www.clvgroup.com. Call now, 728-2000. They told me that I was lazy, that I'd never amount to anything. Everything was confusing and frustrating. Then I found out I had a learning disability, that there are solutions and people who can help. The Learning Disabilities Association of Canada is dedicated to helping people with learning disabilities achieve their true potential in school, in the workplace, and in society. Visit our website at ldac.ca. This message from the Learning Disabilities Association of Canada and this station. Farmers hold our future in their hands. Farmers have created and maintained the knowledge and biodiversity that are the basis of the planet's food supply for thousands of years and counting. For more information, visit www.usc-canada.org. We see it in our streets. We see it in our lives, multiculturalism, and we're proud to be part of it. Chin Radio, 97.9. The third and final segment, welcome back to the third and final segment of Alternative Dispute Resolution uh, Weekly Program on Water, Water Everywhere, Nor Any Drop to Drink. The water, food, and climate change, what we have and what does the future hold. In the nine minutes or so we have left, we're going to give each of our guests three minutes to... uh, say what they would like to say and I don't want to forget to mention lastly the um, the uh, websites again the circle um, um, circle of all nations dot ca circle of all nations dot ca and usccanada.org and you can email chin radio at Gary Michaels at chin and uh, grandfather uh, commando uh, maybe we can turn it over to you take two or two or two or three minutes to discuss a vision and how individuals who are listening can get involved my vision is a uh, Victoria Island to try and get to get people together to uh, to work with me and also send letters to to the government prime ministers or the, the responsible of, of the rivers and, and dams all these uh, letters to to these people so uh, uh, in order we we should uh, try to save the the lives of uh, the people what's happening today because it is very grave thing that the cancer uh, I know what it is I had it before so I wouldn't want anyone it same thing happened with the, the in the rivers it, you, you try to get a fish in there, and the fish is mercury, and it's it's not it's not advisable to you could eat that that fish, and it's 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 all over like that. And uh, where where are we going to get clean fish? And it's very it's very hard today. In every way, even up north where I live, uh, the water has been uh, it polluted all over. 
We don't drink the water for two years now where I live. We have to buy bottled waters in order to survive. So the government has been setting, giving us so much water that uh, but we cannot take showers in these because we doubt uh, we could get sick from it. And uh, today we're inviting everyone in all these nations that joined us to to join us to to work harder to to get these things uh, the dams uh, to, to be cleaned out. Well, thank you, grandfather. It's hard to believe that under our noses uh, we have still those problems in our jurisdiction. Thank you for bringing that to our attention and inviting the listeners to participate that way. Jeremy, as a bridge now. Uh, before we go to, I'll get you again to finish off the vision statement. Okay, well, I think what's, one of the things that we have to start thinking about is how do we think outside the box? I mean, we're on a, uh, a highway to nowhere, as I uh, like, like calling it. Um, when it comes to water, for example, uh, even at one of grandfather's gatherings, uh, I heard for, it, the, uh, a liter of water now costs more than a liter of oil, and there's a possibility if we don't do something about it, the cost of water is going up to the equivalent of the uh, price of an ounce of gold. And who can afford that? We can't afford it. And uh, with all the pollution around, we can't, uh, we can't afford to go on polluting. And so one of the things that uh, I'm doing here in the Ottawa community is uh, trying to help Grandfather uh, with a slogan. We've had a couple of meetings on it, but uh, suggesting that isn't it time to clean up our act? Isn't it time to clean it up? And when it comes to Shodia Falls, just on, on an economic note, if, the, if uh, global warming comes in, we know that the Rideau Canal is, uh, was only open last year six days instead of its normal length. Uh, we have hidden, the greatest hidden treasure of the capital, which is Shodia Falls, uh, which is uh, not only a, sp uh, a spiritual place, but it's also, as it were, the, the national capital region's Niagara. Uh, it's uh, shared by uh, Quebec, Ontario, and First Nations, and it's on Algonquin land, which has never been ceded. So I think it's time we got together in support of this project. It benefits the entire community. It in uh, benefits the entire region. It celebrates water. And what better thing to do on World Water Day uh, where everybody's looking at how we do things for Ottawa uh, to set an example in this, and so let's uh, let's clean up our act altogether, and that's I think what I'm going to end on. Let's let's it's time to clean it up. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, I'll get you. Well, thank you very much. So this is uh, 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 an opportunity and a challenge to humanity whether climate change or agricultural uh, sustainability or food security or environmental degradation. So they pose a challenge. So we have to come together and uh, understand the problem with open heart and address the issue. I think the solution is within humanity, but uh, uh, we have to have the sensitivity. So climate, for example, starts at the lower latitude in the tropics. And at the same time, communities there are vulnerable. The, the ecosystems are highly vulnerable. So if we don't have stability in the tropics at the lower latitude, the kind of 
uh, uh, stability that Canada and other upper latitude countries enjoy will not be there. So we have to come together and understand and enhance the things, the reservoirs of uh, greenhouse gases through biodiversity programs and reduce the greenhouse gases through conservation-based program particularly through agricultural uh, agrobiodiversity programs and the economic has to be sensitive to climate program whether we live in urban centers in the cities in the rural areas and everything we have to uh, promote come together to have a people-based human-led farmer-led community-based agrobiodiversity program whether in the forest system whether in the agriculture wherever plants are the ones the soils the, the ocean the, the the wetlands these are these are the ones that that's uh, really uh, stabilize the whole, whole issue and uh, absorb all the shocks and the stresses so usc canada uh, supports through the Canadian uh, public uh, uh, supports a program in, in, in 12 countries, Latin America, Africa, and Asia uh, to harmonize these issues. So uh, support this, this, this program and then let's start addressing the issue at the individual household level. If we don't start address the issue, understand the issue at the household level, as individual level, we cannot address it at the global level. So again, uh, uh, coming back to the forum that's coming on March 26, we'll discuss more agriculture, biodiversity program, people, and the climate change, and then genetic engineering and other biotechnological programs that, that are pausing, pausing to make people always dependent and insecure. We don't want that to happen. So wherever the problem happens, it affects us directly or indirectly. So we come collectively and address the issues as a as human issue. Thank you very much. Thank you, and uh, thank you for reminding us of the household right in our backyard to the home of the, the family. I'll just take uh, a few seconds myself and maybe ask Jeremy if he has a final thought that... Um, you know, we remember Noah and the Ark. You know, the flooding that occurred. We don't want to. We, we don't want to flood ourselves out with uh, chemicals and, and harming ourselves as a, as a human family. There is a water idiom called, you know, stay above water. This is a water topic, and staying above water means to get out of difficulty or trouble, and that's what we want to do. And I, uh, and uh, maybe uh, Jeremy have a, a, a few seconds to say something, but I want to thank um, Grandfather Elder William Commanda and uh, Romola for being here, Jeremy Wright for putting this show together, and thank you USC Canada very much for your sponsorship, and doctor, I'll get you um, to show me, it's been fantastic to, to hear and meet meet you and, and your organization, and, and Jeremy, we've got about uh, 20 seconds. Okay. The, the last thing I just wanted to, to end up with is the thought that uh, uh, we have one planet, we are, we, we are one people, and um, my vision is that we have one thing that we can all do in common, and that is to put Mother Earth first. And I'd like to repeat that thought, because if together we can agree on putting Mother Earth first, then I think we can solve all our problems. Thank you. That's, that's my the, vision. That's the, the motherhood approach that we need. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to... Chin Radio 97.9 FM on this ADR show. Thanks to our fantastic guests. It's been very inspiring. I can't wait to hear this CD and have it played all over the world. Mm.